0: Hey, Sean. Hey, Olivia. Did you hear about the man who stole an advent calendar?
1: N- no. Why Why did he steal an advent calendar?
0: It's not why. I just said, did you hear about the man
1: who stole no, I ha- an calendar? No, I, I haven't heard about the man who stole an He got an 25
0: days. Hi, welcome. It's a very merry Netflix Christmas podcast, the Netflix Christmas movie advent calendar. I'm Olivia, and with me as always
1: is Sean. I'm just still reeling from the atrocity that is that joke I mean I just
0: I I needed something that would fit today's movie which was a holiday calendar or the hol was it a or the
1: the holiday calendar I the think.
0: holiday calendar uh folks it's been a, a hot minute since we last since we watched this movie so our memories might be a little hazy but that's okay oh, I've seen it a few times real fuzzy
1: I've seen it once and barely remember it <laughs>
0: so welcome today we're going to talk about the holiday calendar um and i gotta say when we watch this movie because i already i knew the plot of the movie what i was more concerned about was sean most <laughs> <laughs> what seems to be happening is that during these movies i just take notes about sean and my concern for his well-being
1: okay i was looking back at the notes for this and I made a note. Well, Olivia, do you want to say what I said about this podcast and <laughs> this universe multiverse theory?
0: Yeah. So Sean, he's like, Olivia, have you seen this documentary? I think it's called Heart of Darkness about Apocalypse Now. And I was it's like, heart No, of, I have Hearts of seen- Darkness, by the way. Heart Hearts of Darkness. I was like, No, but I've seen every cut of Apocalypse Now. It's one of my favorite movies. And he goes. Olivia, this podcast is going to be my apocalypse now. Which, if you are familiar with Apocalypse Now, that almost killed Martin Sheen and Francis Ford Coppola. Like it was Mm -hmm. Martin Sheen was 35. He had a heart attack making this movie. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola, like he just became obsessed. It took over his mind. He became like delusional. Like, yeah. So when Sean tells me this podcast, (laughs) It's turning to Apocalypse Now. I'm getting worried because, and I I feel responsible. I feel guilty because I'm the one who brought this
1: uh, to you, you know? And remember, in case you forgot, this is a Christmas Netflix movie podcast. And I'm talking about it as if it's Apocalypse Now. I just want you to keep in mind (laughs) that's what you're listening to right now, by the (laughs) way, folks. It's like the same thing. But what I told Olivia and she told me to save it for the podcast. As well, I, I say that in jest. In reality, this, this is obviously not my apocalypse now. I'm not that obsessive over it. I mean, I, I don't have, know, Sean. Let, let me finish. I have fun with the universe theories. At the same time, I barely pay attention to the movies outside of how they connect to each other to a point where I made a note that I completely misinterpreted something in this movie. I thought, um, what's the girl's name again? Olivia, what's her name?
0: I'm looking it up right now. Okay, so uh, lead I know girl. the guy's
1: Josh. Yeah, we we all know the guy's Josh. So lead girl and Josh, the, the love interest, oh, best friend who becomes love interest. For a good third of the movie, I thought they were brother and sister. I legitimately <laughs> thought they were brother and sister. And then I got really weird vibes from them. I'm like, they're brother and sister, but they're really fucking flirty. Am I missing something? Or is this a Game of Thrones kind of situation? Do we got some, like, brother-sister twin-cest going on? Like, is
0: is that what we got? No. no, so it's Abby. No, it it, you know, you're not wrong. It's like, have you ever seen that? It's that Folgers Christmas commercial where it's like this brother has like been gone a really long time traveling and he comes home for Christmas and his sister is like super excited and it's definitely like an incest situation. I think there's even an SNL skit or something about it. Yeah, There's fan fiction about it. Um, It's this popular Folgers commercial where it's like this man is not her brother. This man is, you know, there's some weird stuff going on in this family. Um, Yeah, it's Abby, Abby and Josh.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that when Josh comes back in his very first scene, I think he might have made a reference to them just being friends. But truthfully, we were talking over a little bit and I barely remember that. But that would be the only time because then he comes in, joins the family and acts like another member of the family the entire time. And there's no, they never like explicitly say one way or another besides that. So I was just really fucking confused. And yeah, I was just like, when is the love interest going to pop in? And then a love interest does pop in and that adds to my confusion. I'm like, (laughs) okay, so (laughs) which, which way are we going? What So what I do like about the holiday
0: calendar is that there were some Christmas cliches and I remember the first time I watched it I was a little bit confused because when you first meet Josh I'm like oh this is the guy she's going to end up with but then she's kind of keeping him at arm's length and then this other guy comes in you're like oh this is the guy she's going to end up with so they kind of play on those tropes you know like. This is a movie where uh, they are completely aware of the Christmas movie tropes. There are some of them in there, and then they kind of, like, they turn it on its head, too. I was going to say the German version for that, because sometimes I just don't remember English words anymore. It's just German, words, <laughs> which is weird, because English is my native language. Um, That's umgekat turned around, turned upside down. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, do you want to get into the plot, or is there anything else we need to talk about before...
1: Um, do you want to save the multiverse discussion for before or after the plot?
0: I feel like we sh- we can just do a brief description of the plot because it's not like too intense, and then we'll go into our cliches and okay. kindly man versus old crone. So the holiday calendar, it is about Abby. She is an aspiring photographer in her hometown, and her friend Josh has come back. He's also a photographer. He's been traveling the world, has like a popular traveling blog Instagram thing. Um, it's Christmas time and she, you know, is given this holiday calendar by her grandpa and it's actually her grandmother's holiday calendar. And every day at midnight, the calendar opens and there's a little thing inside the advent calendar. And that little thing kind of describes what's going to happen to her during that day. So like one day it's boots and then her friend Josh buys her a new pair, a new pair of boots. Another day, it's a candy cane. And she gets attacked by a giant candy cane display thing. Um, As one does. As one does. So on and so forth. And so she uh, meets a man named Ty. um, And she and him are kind of like getting together. But then he doesn't believe. She like tells him about the holiday calendar. And he's like, this is fucked up. I don't think this is a real thing. They break up. Her and Josh have a falling out. But then they end up getting together at the
1: end. he buys her the studio let's clarify why they have a falling out
0: (laughs) i don't remember
1: (laughs) they have a falling out because she has her moment to shine she's given an opportunity to photograph the mayor also well i I just want to speak to the fact that you remember that there was a falling out but that you don't even remember why like just following the cliches but anyways going back to it. She was taking photographs for the mayor. Then she gives Josh the memory card. And he's like, uh, she, he's uploading the memory card to the laptop. Then she goes to talk somebody. And then off screen, he accidentally deletes it. He's like, Oh no, I wasn't paying attention. Someone wanted to ask me a question. And then I deleted an Oopsie daisy. And she gets pissed at him. And he's like, Oh, I don't know why you're getting so pissed at me. Like, it's my bad, I get it, but like this is a little unnecessary. And I'm like, first of all, bro, you deserve all the anger that she's throwing your way. Mm-hmm. Like, you deleted all, she worked real fucking hard. And you're like, oh, oopsie daisies. Also, it, it's Wait. not like he's Joe Schmo. If he's a professional photographer, which we later learn at the end, he's such a great professional photographer. That he's making what seems to be hundreds of thousands of dollars on his travel blog doing this professionally. And if you're doing a travel blog, you're obviously on the go doing this constantly. So you know a thing or two about saving photos. How stupid do you have to be? It didn't make any sense. Well, he's, and it's he's not. An idiot. So I he hate He didn't
0: delete the photos. It was from an the accidental. Banger. He del- so she takes pictures for like the local Santa Claus village thing. And so she was supposed to dump the card and then the mayor wanted to see some of her shots so that she could do like the professional portraits or whatever. So the mayor wants to talk to her. He's like, I'll, yeah. I'll dump the card. Don't worry about it. She's like, are you sure? He said, yes, I'll dump the card. You go, go schmooze with the mayor. She does that, comes back, pictures are deleted instead of being saved. And she goes to her boss. And even though Abby did not delete the photos, Josh deleted the photos. Abby gets fired and Josh gets her job.
1: Which also doesn't make any sense.
0: And, and even Josh is like, that doesn't make any sense. And he's like, she's like, it was my card, my responsibility. But it's like, he's the one who, del- like both, if she's going to get fired, he definitely needs to get fired. So they should at least oh, yeah. both be fired or Josh should be fired. And then like he doesn't accept the job like he he goes on strike and then the boss's uh, wife is in charge and she leaves the lens cap on while taking pictures.
1: And it's it's not like a he he ha ha. She accidentally left the lens cap. It's like we get a solid minute of her fiddling around with this camera lens cap on the entire time. She takes multiple photos. I'm mm-hmm. just like, how does nobody know this is over exaggerated It just. There's a little much.
0: Yeah. Uh so uh some of these uh there's some quotes there's some quotes from the movie. There was a song, "Hey baby, I'm coming down your chimney tonight." Again, what is with all this imagery of coming in chimneys, okay?
1: Chimneys What are is just real sexy, you know.
0: Sexy Christmas songs. Um I kept saying Josh is, Josh is so cute and Sean was getting ready constantly.
1: Mad at me. It was <laughs> he is he's so cute. He's not. We'll get to him. We'll get to it later, but he's definitely near the bottom of my list.
0: I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so, oh, Someone said, you smell like Cheetos and sadness. And I was like, Sean, that perfectly describes you right there. Um,
1: I don't eat Cheetos, Olivia. I don't <laughs> smell like matter. Cheetos or sadness.
0: And let's just go through some of the Christmas cliches really quick. So we've got, we start the movie with stock footage of the city we're in. Bonus for snow with a Christmas song. Uh, We've got, I'm too structured, scared to fall in love. Both parents are alive, but Abby's grandma is dead. And she actually influences the plot. Uh we've got the we're just friends. We're not romantically interested in each other. Uh Abby's underappreciated at her job. Uh Abby's not over her shitty ex. Abby and the second love interest, Ty, they meet involving a vehicle because he is driving home his Christmas tree. This fucking idiot did not tie down his <laughs> Christmas tree to the roof of the car. Now, the last time I got a Christmas tree, that was like included in the price of take of, you know, of getting it from a Christmas tree farm. Like who the fuck let him leave without tying it down unless he like chopped his own tree from like the park or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's not the, he's not the brightest guy and keep in mind, he's a doctor by the way. Oh yeah. But at, in that scene, they kind of joke about it, but neither actor sells the joking wit and sarcasm that is needed for the dialogue. It's just they mm-hmm. come off—they come off as like kind of stringent and just don't have a funny bone in their body. It's kind of just weird to hear them talk like that. I'm like, okay, this is not flirtatious at all.
0: <laughs> and I think it's because also Ty's a fucking serial
1: killer. <laughs> What? Not all white romantic love interests that are not princes are serial killers, Olivia. I don't think you keep saying it. Josh is a serial, I mean, not Josh. Um, Jake. Jake, Jake is a serial killer. Jake is definitely a serial killer. <laughs> this guy, I think, is just more of a kind of like a, like a, a Wall Street guy or like a banker type that's just like, I have all the money, like a Wolf of Wall Street type, you know, just like as no. a douche who just doesn't give a shit about anybody or anything is just going on all these dates, you know? I just don't think he's killing people.
0: The Wolf of Wall Street guys, they're, like, having fun, okay? They're, like, having parties. They're, like, snorting coke out of people's ass cracks. Like, they're having a good time in Wolf of Wall Street. Ty, like, he's a serial killer in the making, okay? He hasn't killed anybody yet. Abby was going to be his first victim because who? Who the fuck doesn't tie down their Christmas tree to their car and be like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do
1: that. Oh, and I'm then, sorry. Like, Not tying down your Christmas tree. Automatic serial killer. What? <laughs> and does it does equate.
0: <laughs> and then like his dialogue, like he was always like he always kind of looked like constipated and like uncomfortable because I think he was like, I really want to kill her, but I can't just yet. Like, you know, he's trying to like coax himself into doing yeah, it. He just wants and to sleep then, with her. And then we find out that when she's at the Santa Claus village taking pictures and the candy cane falls on top of her, she has to go get her wrist looked at. And he's the doctor and he asks her out on a date. And I'm like, doctors shouldn't do that. Doctors don't ask patients out on dates.
1: Also in that scene, there's a big poster behind him that has a heart and is about how a heart works. And I'm like, That's a little on the nose, guys, you know, Mm -hmm. but going back to what you were saying about him not tying a tree tight, tight enough (laughs) equals serial killer. I I want you to think about what you just said. Wouldn't it be (laughs) that he he would be a serial killer if he tied it too tight because serial killers are going to be the guys that are extra cautious about that kind of shit, you know? They know, they know how many bags to use, what to cut up, you know, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. They're not going to leave, uh like, body parts flying around. Oops, you know, I didn't secure my bag, my, my trash no, I, bag. My bad.
0: I think him not completely tying down the Christmas tree. Because we have to think, Sean, this isn't in our universe. This is in the Christmas cinematic multiverse, okay? So I think... He wanted his first kill to be, like, accidental. He wanted, like, he was using that to, like, kind of dip his toes in the water of being
1: a serial killer. Do you think he watched, like, a Final Destination or something and said, I want this tree to go back into somebody? Like, I want it to go through somebody's (laughs) windshield.
0: Or what if he did have it tied down, but he had, like, a ripcord? You know? I think that's what he did. He's a serial killer for
1: sure. No, he's not.
0: But we did have a new category, cutie or serial killer. So I guess we'll see in future movies
1: that's the future category cutie or serial killer.
0: And then our final Christmas cliche which is going to tie into like which universe is this? Magical old people. Mm-hmm. So Abby's grandpa gives her the holiday calendar that's like magical, but it's also it's her grandmother's calendar. So it's like is the gr- so the grandmother is like the magical one, right?
1: Uh Is she? Just because he says something doesn't make it true. Because she's not in the movie. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Because I had a a theory earlier on in the movie where I'm like, is Abby, because if the grandmother is dead, is this advent calendar going to be a time machine that brings her back in time and then she ends up being her own grandmother, kind of like a Marty McFly kind of situation.
0: And that would definitely be Old Crone because Old Crone has Night Before Christmas with time traveling. And I think the fact that is it Abby McDowell or something from the gra- from Groundhog Day, one of the most popular time-traveling movies that changed time-traveling tropes? She's in the Old Crone universe as well. So I mm-hmm. think if there's time travel stuff, that's got to be Old Crone. But no. that didn't happen in this movie. No.
1: Uh, uh, no, in this movie, it's clearly a kindly man movie. Clearly. We got two main reasons why. The most obvious and on-the-nose one is because Christmas Prince and Christmas Inheritance are both movies. Mm -hmm. I freaked, Olivia can attest to this, as soon as Abby opened up her Netflix in her sad sack state and flipped on uh, Christmas Inheritance, I went, oh my God, that cements it. We know which universe we're in. Because Mm -hmm. before we watched this movie, I had looked at the uh, IMDb and I saw that it said Zeke from Christmas Inheritance is in this movie and specifically said Zeke like the character. I'm like, oh shit, that means this is an old crone movie because Mm -hmm. he's in it. It literally says it. And no, it's a character is watching his clip from the movie in Christmas Inheritance. So Mm -hmm. clearly other universe, but. Number two reason is because, as we know, Kindly Man and listeners, if you're a first time listener, just go back to Princess Switch and um, Christmas Christmas Chronicles Chronicles. episodes for all this explanation. (laughs) Anyways, we know that Kindly Man likes to influence the plot, influence the character at every kind of obstacle they get to. And Abby's grandfather does that a lot. He's constantly intervening and pushing her essentially towards where she needs to go. Like when she doubts herself, he's kind of like, "Well, why don't you think about this angle? Why don't you do this? Mm -hmm. And it's just ever so discreetly and slyly, but you know, that's, that's kindly man one Oh one.
0: Right. Like kindly man is very, uh, directly influences the plot. Whereas old crone is like kind of a background character. Mm -hmm. Like old crone doesn't necessarily have to be a person or a physical manifestation. Old Crone could just be like the convenience in Aldo that there isn't any security in Aldovia.
1: You know, because like Old Crone. Wait, is there no Old Crone Christmas Prince? We never thought of it. There this. isn't. I mean, I don't think there's like necessarily an
0: Old No, Crone. it's
1: the, um, the, what's her face? The uh, blog editor, the one who sends her off.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. But I I think with Old Crone, you see her influence. They're le- they're they're less direct. They're They're more, they're <laughs> indirect. You know, we're like, how did she get through the security? Oh, duh! Old Crone is writing this. You know, yeah. rather than having the same person telling Vanessa Hudgens and the Queen and Prince Edward X Y Z being very on the nose about it, Old Crone is a little bit more mysterious things mm-hmm. and likes to send their people off on an adventure.
1: Yeah, kindly man would have walked her right through security. That's what he would have done.
0: Yeah, he would have been like, hello, like arm in arm, like, hello, this is the new American tutor. <laughs> Also, another reason why we flip the fuck out is because Christmas Inheritance is a movie in this universe, meaning that it's a kindly man movie. But also, uh, (laughs) let me start that over. But also, Stranger Things was a TV show in this movie, which tells us that Christmas Chronicles is a kindly man movie. (laughs)
1: It's just insane. It's insane the little connections, because <laughs> listeners, if you listen to the Christmas Chronicles episode, we established that Stranger Things is a TV show in that movie in that universe, right? Mm-hmm. So wait, okay, I'm gonna have to talk myself through this real quick. So okay. that means that that's a Kindly Man movie, but then remember that actor, the poli- the cop, the officer, the mm-hmm. sheriff. Mm-hmm. That means. He's different characters. So that's not a connection. Mm -hmm. So he's a different guy in each universe. That's like
0: Vanessa Hudgens, right? Because Mm -hmm. Vanessa Hudgens is in both of our universes. She's in Mm -hmm. A Night Before Christmas or the Night Before Christmas as a Chicago teacher, and then, or Ohio teacher, whatever. And then she is a princess in the other, in the Kindly Man universe. So.
1: I bet you, so they're doing a new Stranger Things season, and I feel like they're doing a Christmas season. Mm-hmm. What if they put on Princess, uh, a Christmas prince? How much would that fuck with our minds, Olivia?
0: That would that would mean, if in Stranger Things, if they put on Christmas whatever, which isn't Stranger Things, doesn't that take place in the 80s? So we've got time oh, travel. Oh, that they can't even have, yeah,
1: they can't even have Netflix shit, I forgot.
0: <laughs> but if, If for some way, somehow, they put a reference in there, then that means Stranger Things is like the breath of the wild of the timeline because Stranger Things is where it comes together. But it's weird because Stranger Things takes place in the 80s.
1: What if Sir Cole pops up and he's like, oops, wrong time. And then like, it's just for for a (laughs) second, you know, like old Crone puts Sir Cole from Night Before Christmas for like one second. She's like, oh, shit, I didn't mean 80s. My bad. And then, you know, he just disappears. (laughs) It's
0: kind of yeah. like um, an end game, like if they Avengers End Game, like if they just didn't have their their watches synced up properly, like yeah. oh shit, never mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. So because Stranger Things and A Christmas Inheritance are both mo- they're both on Netflix in this movie, that means that they're part of the old Crone universe for now. So For now, I have
1: continuing work. I have
0: <laughs> Christmas Prince. Christmas Inheritance, Stranger Things and uh, Night Before Christmas, which we going into our next movies, knowing that Stranger Things is definitely a part of the old crone universe. How does that affect like the history of this universe? You know, I'm going to have to watch Stranger Things. I've only watched season one.
1: Oh, my God. That means that. okay. so we got. Well, here's the thing. Stranger Things uh, listeners. I haven't seen it since it aired, so I could be forgetting some of this. But there's like another universe in Stranger Things. I think there's a multiverse within... Olivia. Olivia. There's a multiverse within Stranger Things. What if the multiverse is part of this Christmas multiverse? Like which one fits inside the other? Is the Stranger Things multiverse in the Christmas universe? Or is the Christmas universe within the Stranger Things multiverse? Do we have to add Stranger Things to the list?
0: So we're doing Christmas movies. You know how we said we were going to do WrestleMania? Before we can do WrestleMania, we have to do Stranger Things. We have to get to the bottom of this. We can't add Stranger Things no, we to can't. our calendar for December. It's too much. But we can come back to that yeah. in 2021.
1: Well, listeners, if you want to, I would say two things. If you want to add to that, and we'll also probably look it up between now and next episode just to kind of like figure it out but there's a lot of potential there also if we did this again next year there are several so we're not doing any tv shows just because we don't Mm -hmm. have the time but there are several tv shows i mean there's another one coming out like in a week or two that's a christmas themed rom-com tv show on netflix that we could Mm -hmm. potentially do but it's just like we've we've kind of put the line in the sand no tv shows, right? Well, so, because
0: we were we were gonna do a combination of movies and TV shows because we didn't have enough Christmas stuff, and then uh, we're we're pulling back the curtain a little bit. We are recording this before December. <gasps> um, I feel why <laughs> too, and so. Like recently in the past few weeks is when like Netflix has released like all the information for their Christmas movies. We're like, oh shit, we actually do have enough movies to get 25 days. We don't need to put in the TV shows yet. So that's something we'll come back to next year.
1: Which we had to take out. And I'm so incredibly sad. So this is just a postmortem on this or a mortem or whatever you want to call it. We had to take out Jack Whitehall's Christmas with my father. I love Jack Whitehall. I love Travels with my father. Very excited to talk about it. But it's a stand-up special, so we had to take it out. And you know, I, I I pour one out for Jack Whitehall. Great comedy special. Check it out if you want. That's all I'll say about that. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, did you want to go into Fuck Mary Kill?
1: Oh yeah, Fuck Mary Kill. So I was telling Olivia, uh, I guess the the we're going to talk about Fuck Mary Kill, and this will lead into kind of like our rankings with our heroes, male leads, right? So I was. She was saying the entire time, oh, Josh is so cute. Oh, I love Josh. Oh, Josh. Josh is, uh uh. And I'm like. I think Sean was jealous. I'm like, Olivia, fuck Mary Kill. Because I wasn't saying,
0: oh, Kurt Russell's so cute. Oh, Kurt Russell this. Kurt. He was like jealous on Kurt Russell's behalf.
1: I said, Olivia, fuck Mary Kill, Prince Richard, Kurt Russell Santa Claus, <laughs> and Josh. <laughs> now, there's no debate about who <laughs> falls into which lot it's extremely obvious, but Olivia, do you want to tell listeners who is who in that fuck Mary kill?
0: Okay, you know we're all we're we're all gonna have a good time with Kurt Russell Santa Claus. You he's know, literally
1: the Santa who fucks.
0: He's literally the Santa who fucks. We know he and Mrs. Claus have an open relationship. He has, he's having orgies in jail cells <laughs> again. That Christmas Chronicles episode uncovers a lot. You know, I'm going to marry my boy, Richard. Of course. Uh, and instead of kill, I'm going to kiss Josh.
1: You can't just take <laughs> back the kill. You can't do that. I can because it beats the point.
0: So, uh, Josh is definitely third, though. Like, for me, it's Santa, Kurt Russell. Not, I mean, obviously, like, we love Kurt Russell, but like, Kurt Russell, Santa Claus is like a whole new, like, energy that w- there's just something about it, you know? Mm hmm. And then it's Prince Richard, and then it's Josh, and then it's Prince Edward, and then everybody else.
1: Okay. So I want to go through my list in my head. I'm sure I'm going to leave somebody out. So number one, Kurt Russell, Santa Claus. Obviously. Number two, Prince Richard. Obvious. Number three, this is a tough one. I'm going to go Prince Edward, Mm -hmm. and then Kevin underneath him. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to do... And we only have this movie and Christmas Inheritance, nothing else. I'm leaving out, right?
0: Yeah, because we don't count El Camino.
1: Yeah, then I'm gonna do Ty. Then I'm gonna do. Oh, yeah, Ty. God, this is a tough. This is a tough bottom three. I guess I have Jake. To, I guess I have to Jake's do... Jake's a serial killer. I guess I have to do Josh, Jake, and then Sir Cole. Yeah, because Sir Cole, I don't know how you're climbing out of the bottom of that barrel. I pick a serial <laughs> killer over you. <laughs>
0: Um, mine is Kurt Russell, Santa Claus. We can't, we have to say Kurt Russell, Santa Claus. Mm Yes, Has to be Kurt Russell, Santa Claus. Prince Richard, Josh, Prince Edward, Kevin, uh, Sir Cole, Ty, Jake. Interesting. Because I don't want to date fucking serial killers.
1: Okay. I don't know if we want to save this for the, that episode, but we basically established for the night before Christmas episode. But going along with that cutie or serial killer category, Sir Cole, cutie or serial killer?
0: He's a cutie.
1: Okay, you say so. Uh, I think he do it with the You're haircut. right, he's not a serial killer because he can't even kill a skunk. He's not a killer. <laughs> he can't kill anything if he tried.
0: And he knows how to bake, so obviously he's not a serial killer.
1: Jake doesn't know how to bake? I thought Jake knew how to bake.
0: No, his No, it's Jake's aunt from Groundhog Day. Um, and then do we want to do our one of our final segments, the uh, verses?
1: Okay, so verses. So we got we got two people with this verses. We got Ty and we got, um, Josh. I've so Olivia, what the
0: weapons are gonna be?
1: The weapons. We're gonna. So we got Sir Cole again with his sword versus <laughs> Ty with a Christmas tree. Who's winning <laughs> that fight? <laughs>
0: tie with the Christmas tree. He's a serial, he's training to be a serial killer, you know. Again,
1: Final Destination style gonna just go right into him. You know? Yeah. Okay, now we got Josh. Now, the obvious the obvious one you would do is Josh with a camera versus mm-hmm. Sir Cole with a sword. But that's too obvious. I want to say Josh with a memory card <laughs> versus Sir Cole with a sword. Who wins the fight?
0: I think Josh is winning that fight because he could shove the memory card down Cole's throat and make him choke, mm-hmm. and then he'll be grabbing for his throat, and then Josh can grab the sword and
1: yeah. kill. All your all your like end battles are basically incapacitate Sir Cole <laughs> to steal his sword. I don't think anyone needs to steal his sword. You can you can kill him without the, taking the sword and stab him, like just shoving down the memory card down the throat. I think is good enough to off him. Also, then I imagine in this scene where he shoves the memory card down the throat as Sir Cole is choking to death, Abby comes in and she's like, where are my photos? And he says, (laughs) oh, I'm sorry, babe. I accidentally deleted it. My bad.
0: (laughs) That's why he deleted the photos. He had to kill Sir Cole in the movie. (laughs) Old Crone sent him to the wrong universe.
1: (laughs) Off screen, just Sir Cole choking to death and twitching in the background
0: <laughs> oh we hate on Circle, but we love
1: him too oh not we. It's you you love sir i i i hate him and i, I hate on him and i hate him
0: <laughs> i had a little crush on him when i was going through some stuff
1: december 2019 so i have fond memories
0: <laughs> well uh merry, merry christmas sean oh
1: well, merry m- merry christmas olivia
0: only what is it what episode is this Seven. This is episode seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Only eighteen more sleeps until Christmas. I can't wait for fucking Kurt Russell to come down my chimney on the twenty fourth. It's gonna. I be don't
1: great. even have a chimney, and he's still gonna find a way to come down it.
0: Yeah, I don't have a chimney either, but he's gonna. F- Where there's a will, there's a way. You know.
1: I mean, we did establish in that movie he goes through windows quite a bit.
0: Yeah, and air vents. Yeah. So. Uh, only eighteen more days until Kurt Russell. <laughs>